episode number 13 of the podcast. Today we're going deep into part three of the book and part three of the podcast. It's all about how to actually become a student entrepreneur, a college entrepreneur. Yesterday was the final episode of part two. So we started at part one, which was the excuses entrepreneurs make not to start. Then part two of the book and of the podcast is all or it was all about the benefits of college entrepreneurship. And I had two chapters, two episodes left in there titled The Long-Term Play, which basically is you're setting yourself up to win by getting that early experience early on. And then two, the win-win scenario. You either win or you learn. I really feel that throughout all the other chapters, throughout all the other podcasts, we already hit both of those topics. So I deleted those episodes and I deleted those chapters from part two, which means we're getting right into part three. This is going to be the bulk of the book, the bulk of the podcast, and it's all about how to actually do it. And today we're starting with episode 13 and it's called the sponge phase, sharpening the saw and investing in yourself. What this really means is if you've ever read any articles written about me, I talked about this sponge phase, which was two months prior to starting the business or the two months when I committed to starting a business and before the product actually arrived, I had this two month time frame where I didn't have the product, but I already submitted the order and I was just waiting for it to get to me so that I could start selling it. And in that time, you can either waste time and enjoy your last two months of freedom Or you can really hustle, really grind, and be a sponge and absorb as much business information, knowledge, and experience as possible so that when you get it into your hand, you're sprinting with all these different ideas that you've read about, that maybe you came up with, you have a whole bunch of running lists. That's what the sponge phase is. So number one, I would figure out in the sponge phase all the topics that you need to know in business, you need to figure it out. Is it social media marketing? Is it selling? Is it legal? You need to fit like investing. You need to find out what all the topics that you need to know really well are. And then I would get three to five books in each of those topics. Most entrepreneurs, most CEOs do this. If you look at the founder of Dropbox, this is exactly what he did. He wasn't a business major. He wasn't um, in the business world. And the way that he caught himself up was every single time he would come across a problem in business, he would go and get some books on it. So I would say that is a general rule that's always true. For example, we're planning out the college tour here and we have probably about eight to 10 books about public speaking, proper presentations. This is an ongoing process. When I started turning my eyes to how to be smarter with money, investing, finance, you get a couple books. It doesn't give you everything you need to know, but it gives you a little one-on-one on what you need to know, tactics, and so on. And then when you need to go more advanced, that's when you go for more specific books, which you're going to get into. But prior to starting the business, I got 50 books under my belt before actually launching. So this was a two-month time span, 50 books. And all of the books were psychology books, business books, success stories, biographies. I read almost every single Shark Tank book. Um, There's a book, I think, just titled Shark Tank. Then there's one from all the sharks. Read all of those. 
And then I started reading the biggest bestsellers in the business category of all time. And those go from the four-hour work week um, and so on. We all know what those really, really big name ones are. Gary Vee's books, things like that. But none of these books mean shit if you don't implement it. So don't read stuff that you aren't going to implement. For example, just as of recent, I told you guys we're doing the speaking tour. We have speaking books. We're immediately going to be implementing them. If you're doing social media marketing, you read the social media marketing books, you're immediately implementing the stuff that you're reading. If you're reading an investing book on, let's say, real estate, and you have $20 to your name, and you're never going to be using these, or you won't be using them within the next few years, chances are you're going to forget very key details in that book. You'll remember the overall, but the really niche details and the step-by-step nuances, you're going to forget. But I do want to get into my top books that I believe every entrepreneur should read. It's about 10 or 12. I'm going to list them off now. You can write them down or just replay this part. These are the books that I would recommend every entrepreneur read before starting. Number one, Effective Executive. It's right here. Number two, Innovator's Dilemma. Think and Grow Rich, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Influence, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. The 4-Hour Workweek, Tim Ferriss. Uh, Start with Why, Simon Sinek, The Secret, The Alchemist, The Magic of Thinking Big, Getting to Yes, also right here, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Who Moved My Cheese. So a lot of these books I read more recently, and a lot of them were from that initial stage. And what these books helped me do was open my mind to a different way of thinking, a way of thinking that I never thought of. And I came from a small town in Georgia. So we come, we, we just think different. You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking about problems and money properly. And a lot of these books, success books, success psychology, they help me deal with negativity from others. They help me deal with negativity within myself, how, to, how successful and winners think, um, how to approach business and problems and how to manage and deal with risk. There's so many different things that no one ever talked about where I'm from. So it was all of these business 101 books. I call them business 101 because they're really generic, but they give you the big ideas that you need to understand. For example, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's not going to especially teach you how to make money, but it teaches you how to think about business and about problems and about life. And same with a lot of success psychology books like the outlier that I put into that list. It doesn't really tell you how to do things, but it's simply looking out the outlier, looking at the outliers in society and seeing what they all had in common. And I thought that was extremely interesting. And I, I love the books and I got a lot of value out of them. So it helped the way that I thought, which really prepped me to be mentally strong once I had the product to run and not think about things and not be scared of risks, things like that. So once you get past all these one-on-one books, that's when you start going for more specific, higher level books, such as these right here, Um, such as Start With Why, The Effective Executive, and Getting to Yes. I recently was told by a mentor that you need to stop reading those one-on-one books. And I actually read this because once you read a lot of as I'm going to keep calling them business 101 books, you're going to realize that they all start saying the same shit. 
all of them. I remember back when I was starting and I went through those first 50 books, I had a friend, a dear friend, he told me along with a number of other people to read a book by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And for me generally, if I hear someone famous or an entrepreneur or even friends of mine all talk about the same book, if enough people talk about it or recommend it to me, I'm generally going to read it. But this was one of those books where so many people told me about it that I was like, okay, I'm just going to go read it. After finishing the whole book, there was absolutely nothing new in there that I didn't read in previous books like Think and Grow Rich, um, The Secret, all the principles were the same. And that's what I'm just going to tell you is once you get through a good amount of these books, you're going to end up starting to read the exact same shit over and over again, which is not productive and it's not efficient as an entrepreneur. So you do need to get through those, but then you start going for really, really specific books. What do you have problems with? management, marketing, sales, and then you start going deep on those. But I really don't want you guys to get stuck in the sponge phase. Like I said, it was only two months. And then as soon as I got through this, I went hard on all action. It wasn't, I just kept reading over like thousands of books. I got what I needed. And then I knew that reading doesn't do anything. Action does things. Actions prove what's right and what's wrong. And then it, I just think it's the best learning tool. So books are great, but use them as a helper, not as the meat of your entrepreneurship journey. Then I also would recommend, for example, I heard in a Will Smith interview, and I really looked up to him, especially when I was starting because of the way he talked about problems in life and success. YouTube was a big, big thing for me back then, but we're going to get into that for a second. But he talked about this book called The Alchemist and how it changed the way he thinks about problems and how to get through life really. And The Alchemist is an amazing book. And when I read it, it really hit home with me. So when you see someone that you look up to in the business world or anyone who made a massive amount of money or success or whatever you're using to measure success, and they're talking about a book that changed their life, pick up that book and read it, especially in the sponge phase. Um, the Effective Executive, I've heard multiple people that I look up to talk about this book. That's why we picked it up. So if you see someone that you look up to as a business person, read that book because there's something in there that shifted their way of thinking to get that massive success. So you need to see exactly what that is. In addition, in the sponge phase, I watched a shit ton of docs everything from business to stuff about countries, real estate, money, finance, traveling, all of these things. And it was all with the intent of idea creation to think about problems differently, to see different parts of the world and different sections in business to, there wasn't even really a purpose. It was just to see if some idea would spark that would inspire me to do something different in my business. So it was really just an idea to open my mind. Another thing that you guys can use in the sponge phase and investing in yourself and sharpening the saw, which is yourself, is interview and YouTube content. You're going to want to dive deep in there, such as things like this podcast. This podcast is going out there for someone about to finish high school or someone in college, and they're going to use this, all of it, and they're going to use it, the knowledge and experience that I'm spitting here, and they're going to do something with it but there are tons of people doing it. For example, let's just say 
if you're trying to be a YouTuber, you should study the biggest people on what they do with their thumbnails, how often they post, how do they shoot their videos, what cameras do they use. For me specifically, I broke down social media like that. I broke down Instagram specifically like that. What do they write in their bio? What kind of link do they put? How many stories do they do? What kind of call to actions do they use? What kind of marketing, photos, how often? All these things I was dissecting and studying so that as soon as I got my product, I knew exactly what to do on social media to copy what they're doing as successful but put my own twist on it. So really break down things and study. And I think right now there's way more content on YouTube than there was back then. Back then there wasn't much really. There weren't huge vloggers. There weren't huge business podcasts. Now there are tons of great resources solely on YouTube that you can really maximize to get the most out of. Right now, there's so much damn business content out there from podcasts from people like Ed Milet, Valuetainment, Impact Theory, mm-hmm. Tim Ferriss, Gary Vee. There's so much business content out there now that you don't have any excuse for not having inspiration and idea creation and different ways to look at problems because there's so many of these great and successful entrepreneurs putting out content for free, just like this podcast. There's so much shit out there. Use it in the sponge phase. Learn from their mistakes. See see how they think about avoiding risk and problems and how you should use social media. They're putting all of this out there for you to use. So fucking use it. It's all free. Just like this podcast, use it. Um, In college, take entrepreneurship classes. If they're full or you can't take them, email the professor, sit in on the classes, just sit in the back and see what they're lecturing about. You can go to um, the libraries, check out the textbooks that those entrepreneurship courses use, read them and bring them back. Just because you're not taking that class doesn't mean you can't absorb the same amount of information. That was one of the things I did. So this whole section, this whole episode is all about just learning as much as possible before physically starting up the sponge phase. You're learning a lot about different tactics, about different sections in business so that once you get your product, once you get your business going, you have so many ideas, you have so many inspirations, ideas for logos, ideas to sell, and you're really bursting with other people's experience. I always thought of it like this. If you are able to learn from a book, someone who has 50 years of experience, you're able to navigate smarter just because you're not going to make those same mistakes. Okay. If you don't read, if you don't watch interviews, um, there are tons of keynotes from really powerful and famous CEOs on campuses, on TED Talks. There's so many resources that you should be going deep into to understand the way entrepreneurs think and react to things. Um, But the main thing that I just want to say here is do not get stuck in the sponge phase. That is the worst thing you can do because that's what a lot of people do. All they do is research and watch interviews and they watch Shark Tank and they read all these business books and they never fucking act. Do not be one of those people. Do not get stuck in the sponge phase. Use it as a trampoline to pull from others' experiences and not to make the same mistakes that they made. So you're really just looking for information that will make you smarter for when you have to act. That's what you need to use the sponge phase for. Read a lot, watch a lot, and then use all of that 
in action. And that's how you get the best results. So that's the first episode, the first chapter of part three. So how to actually become a college entrepreneur, how to actually become a student entrepreneur. This whole part three is going to be really interesting because it's just going into my personal story, how I did everything. So number one, sponge phase. Then you're going to go into how to actually come up with the idea. So you did all this research and inspiration from all these places, and then you have to come up with the idea. Then we're going to go into a later episode, startup on a one, everything you need to know how to start. And then we're going to keep going. It's going to be the importance of social media, how to use it properly, tactics, trips, how to use, um, how to deal with negativity. That was a huge one for me to overcome. And one thing that I learned from being an athlete, an all-American athlete in high school, you have to deal with negativity from yourself and from others. The numbers game, how to actually execute, how to actually adapt because things are going to change. Things changed a lot with Instagram over the five years that I've been using it as a selling tool. So there's a lot of things that we're going to get into. And this one is going to be interesting. This is all about how to actually become the entrepreneur. So we're going to get into the next episode tomorrow of how to come up with the physical idea, which is going to be interesting to talk about the inspirations of how I came up with this and hopefully give you some tips on how you too can come up with your idea. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. I will see you guys tomorrow. Happy hunting. Peace.